0: Mind, body, spirit, the martial arts are a way of life. Attack life, not others, is an insight into that life with sensei tim hoover trisha butinsky she's back sensei hoover yeah thank you I yeah trisha is a physical therapist with good shepherd and mccongee the site manager in fact and longtime student of yours in martial arts sensei hoover
1: yes absolutely
0: if you missed the first episode trish joined us for you got to check it out we talk about stretching and flexibility why it's so important to uh, just overall health and also working through injuries how to the difference between good pain and bad pain. You know, not all pain is necessarily bad. Today, Trish, we'd like to talk to you about the holistic view of our bodies, how everything kind of works together and sync and whether you realize it or not, we're all connected. You know, you have a pain or an injury in one area and it just goes up the chain.
1: I think a great way to look at it too is you have the Western world and you have the Western medicine, you have the uh, highly medicated society and you have an overstressed environment you have this thing where the theories are different from the eastern world in the eastern world they think a little bit more about mind body and spirit integration They're practiced their yoga their martial arts for thousands of years in a sense trisha has come in from both worlds and it's a great opportunity to talk about some things like breathing and approaching life and a quality of life not just from the background of the martial arts, but also her medical background and bring them both together in conversation that will help people. So anyway, that's why we're back.
2: Thank you.
0: So we're talking about the holistic view and the foreground of that is breathing. I mean, that's fundamental to being healthy off the air. We were talking about how it's such a shame. We all learned how to breathe the wrong way. We knew it the right way when we were first born. Somewhere along the line, we lose that, correct?
1: Correct. Yeah. Trish, you told me the other day we talked about breathing and we do this kata called San Shin and how you really have to take all the air in and you have to breathe through the diaphragm, push it out through the mouth, breathe it in through the nose. And studying that for so many years, you also used a child, an infant, as an example of how their belly goes up and down and their breath is full. And the inhale all the way up, the exhale all the way down. And as we get older, we just start to lose that and we sip air rather than taking the full breath. Um, I'd like to talk to you about that as far as from a medical background as well as your martial arts background.
2: Right. We kind of have learned how to cheat somehow as we've grown older, and we breathe with all our accessory muscles, your ribs and your upper back muscles, and you only can feel part of your lungs that way. So if we use our diaphragm, you pull the air all the way down, and you get more oxygen, and that's good for your brain, that's good for your blood, it's good for your heart. I teach a lot of people how to breathe you can take your tongue and put them on the back of your top front teeth and then when you breathe in that way you can't use these upper body muscles. You have to use your diaphragm. It pulls down and you'll feel your ribs expand. You can put your hands on your lower ribs and you'll feel them go out.
1: Just a quick question. Mm-hmm. When I had surgery, I was 36. I was cut open pretty bad. But anyway, the first thing I did was brought this thing in a tube the and, spirometer and, 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 and it was a ball that went up in the, I had to breathe into it. And, mm-hmm. and that was like one of the first things. I mean, almost immediately that I could do anything. I had to breathe into this tube and They said, you need to breathe deeper. You need to push harder. Mm -hmm. Why was that?
2: Because when we're laying down, when we're recovering from whatever incident, fluid will collect in your lungs because we're in a dependent position. Mm -hmm. If you're not able to get up and move and push all that out, we need to breathe to shove it out. Yeah.
1: So when you think about breathing, okay, Mm -hmm. what do you think if you had three things that deep breathing does for you? Give me the top three things.
2: Well, it brings in more oxygen, so it's healthy for your brain. It brings oxygen to whatever area of your body that may need it, like if you're injured or if you're working out. Whatever area is being worked out, the oxygen has to go there to get those muscles to work. And to heal. And to heal. And also, you need it for digestion. So that's why a lot of times you can't eat a big heavy meal before you do some exercise because – everything's focused to the wrong area.
1: Yeah, you can't breathe. So what about also emotionally? I mean, you can breathe. You, they tell you when you get angry, step away, take right. a couple deep breaths. It's
2: relaxing. You know, it calms you down. It makes you step back. Like when they tell you to count to 10, it helps you just take a step back. Think about whatever you're going to do or say before you actually
1: react. Think about this. First time you stepped in the dojo, what was the most awkward thing you had to learn to do besides learn how to block? You had to learn how to kia. Yeah. The rhythm. That comes up with the shout, the breath, the constant rhythm that's created every time you key or exert out is amazing idea that this was done. I teach it because I was taught that way, that every time you punch or kick, you're keying out, you're not breathing in. So in the martial arts world, the worst thing you want to do is breathe in as you're attacking. Last question in the reference to breath. Why do you think they do the tension? And the relaxation. What benefit would that have is those of you that are listening to the show, when you do sun Chin, you you breathe out and you squeeze really hard. And when you breathe in, you relax. And why the contrast between the physical exertion of squeezing and tension and then the release and relaxing? What do you think that does?
2: It's helping equalize things. It's the same as when you're doing, say, you're doing crunches or like we do abdominal bracing with some of our back patients. You breathe out when you do the activity. Right. When you lay back, you relax. So you're pushing out all the bad stuff when you're contracting. And then when you relax, you take a nice deep breath in to let oxygen back into you and to let it flow to the muscles before you do the next activity.
0: Uh, I think it's also a metaphysical sort of situation where you're joining the mind and the body. So you're mm-hmm. letting go of not just the physical breath and the air, the oxygen or the carbon dioxide in that matter when you're breathing out, but like you said, the stress. So you're clearing your mind as well. Mm-hmm. That's why Sun Chin, Nakata for martial artists that are listening, it's just so powerful and Tai Chi or anything of that matter.
1: Always includes the breath. Right. Always includes right. the breath. Right. Always goes back to that. And again, just like stretching that we talked about, we ignore it. Even though we breathe constantly, we just think it's there, it's involuntary. We don't deny it. We just don't pay attention to it. Right. And paying attention to the breath, I think creates a better rhythm and a better way of life.
0: Trish, am I correct in thinking this too? I mean, it goes back to the holistic view. I asked the question before, how is everything connected? That's right. why you, when you have a knee injury, it eventually affects your hip, right. your back, your spine, Because your if, neck. You're,
2: if your knee hurts, you walk funny. Right. So it's going to move either down or up the chain. You're going to notice, oh, now my foot or a different foot hurts or my hip or my back hurts.
0: Right. Well, now let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. So not only is everything connected, mm-hmm. going back to that metaphysical connection, You probably see a lot of patients, they come in with, uh, you know, physical pain, but mentally they're just depleted, right? Right. They've been suffering with this pain so long, they've got mental and emotional anguish as well. right?
2: And, you know, they have other things going on in their lives. And a big part of my job is talking to them about it. Sometimes they just need someone to listen to them and to talk to them, help them work through whatever they're going through. If they're alone and they're going through, maybe they, you know broke their shoulder and they're by themselves and they're trying to figure out how am I going to make myself dinner or how am I going to do this? They just need someone to bounce ideas off of. And sometimes that's all they need is just the interaction.
0: That's interesting. But that just validates the connection too Mm -hmm. between the mind, the body, the spirit. So, I mean, that's why we invited you in because the body is one third of that entire equation and what we
1: always talk about here at this podcast. Let me ask you a question before we end this. You take your school, and your background of how many years of education? Seven-ish. Okay. And then you take all your experience that you have mm-hmm. with where you work at Good Shepherd and all the different people you interacted with, and then you take your training, your martial arts, the Eastern philosophy of the training, the holistic approach to breathing, the stretching, the cardio. Mm-hmm. That's so important to get blood flow and all the basic things that we have. And in this very complicated world, bottom line is, it's just the basics. What would you say, like top three things that you can integrate and bring together from the Western idea of medicine and what you learned in school, alongside and with the Eastern philosophy of training in the martial arts or yoga? What do you think the top three or four things you can pull together and say this is really important that I didn't get in school, but when you when you mesh them together, this is what it really means. Does that make any sense? Yeah. To you? No,
2: it does. I think the breathing. So in school, we learned about, you know, here's the way you breathe, and this is why it's important. But you kind of just let it, you know, when you're in your, like, 21 years, right over your head. But then when you actually have to apply it in the martial in arts the martial like arts. I have, mm-hmm. it takes on a new meaning. So, and so, I've used it now in work to try and help
1: some That's the, what the I'm patients. after. That's what I'm after. Because I've be- seen
2: the benefit. Because you know, I used to jog, or I would, you know, just walk, or I biked a lot, but I didn't need to try to keep up a really rigorous, intense activity like when we spar for three minutes. Right. That's a completely different way to keep your breath. For that is really hard, and so I had to learn how to meld it, and then I saw the importance of it, and so now I use it.
1: And that's that ballistic training. Right. Nothing better than a burpee. I mean, nothing better than that ballistic training to bring it all up fast Right. and get your heart rate up and keep your heart rate up for about 20 minutes, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's the science of it. So breathing, number one, and learning how to use the breath. Integrating, again, the martial arts to the medical world. What else?
2: Well, stretching. I think stretching was more of a personal thing. Like, I knew the importance of stretching. I had all my patients always stretching. I learned it. And then I started martial arts. And... I thought I was flexible, but I really wasn't. And I learned how important it was to prevent an injury, strain a hamstring, and then I had to start working that out and stretching it out so that, you know, one, it would heal, and two, I could continue on training so I could do what I needed to do in the martial arts. So it was more of a personal thing, but I didn't really see the importance of it more than what I just learned in the book and applied it. So, oh, my patients are getting better, but when I needed to use it myself, I saw the importance of it.
1: Yeah. It's all good stuff, Tricia.
0: Tricia, you know you're going to be famous
1: now because of this episode, these episodes.
0: <laughs> are so if anyone is listening and they want you as their physical therapist, can mm-hmm.
2: they
1: request you?
2: Yes, they, they can. can. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, they'd call Good Shepherd's main number and say, i want to go to Makanji and see Tricia.
1: <laughs> we owe you a lot, kiddo, and I appreciate you coming here so others can benefit from the conversation, your background, your knowledge your connection between the martial arts and the medical world. So, thanks again. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, treasure. thank, thank you.
2: you. You're welcome. Thanks.
1: thanks.
0: Thank you for listening to Attack Life, Not Others. Subscribe to our podcast. And for more on Sensei Hoover's way of life through the martial arts,
1: go to hooverkarate.com
0: This has been a Steve Mittman social media creation. Steve Mittman social